The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Walsh. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And thanks again for joining us on our AI Today podcast. We've been in the midst of this glossary series. So if you haven't tuned in on the glossary series yet, you should probably listen to our other entries because some of these terms are a bit technical. Um, you know, we try the, the goal of the AI glossary series is to make these terms intuitive so you understand what they are. We're, we're trying not to go into the super technical level because, well, many of you don't need to know it at that level. And really, the purpose is to understand it so you can have a conversation with someone else. So when someone says, hey, I'm going to use a tokenizer, for example, you know what they're talking about, right? Uh, and, you know, we'll talk about that on this podcast. But there are many other terms. And this podcast may, re may really rely on other podcasts that have talked about other terms in the past. And so you should really subscribe to AI Today, listen to our previous glossary entries, also our previous podcast, because we don't just do terms. We're not the AI glossary podcast, we're the AI Today podcast. So <laughs> we talk about, we have interviews with uh, other practitioners who've been doing AI today, those who are, uh, you know, really sort of looking at the different use cases of AI and failures and successes, as well as um, you know, ethics and responsibility. There's so much there is mentioned over five years, 300 plus episodes. So definitely subscribe. Uh, but you know, you're in, we're in the midst of this glossary. So we'll, we'll tell you a little more about the glossary and get you right into a couple of the terms for the, for, uh, this podcast episode. Yep, exactly. So we have put together a very comprehensive AI glossary that goes over at a high level terms related to AI machine learning and big data. And on the podcast, we want to go over those terms with you so that you understand them more at the level that you need. You know, sometimes these terms, when when you go out there to try and, you know, find a definition can be overly complicated and maybe confuse you more and doesn't actually tell you what it is. And so we're here to help make, uh, you know, a better understanding of what these terms actually mean. So on today's podcast, we're going to go over the terms tokenization and vectorization so that if you hear them come up, you know at least at a high level what they are. So tokenization is an aspect of data pre-processing in which input data is split into a sequence of smaller, meaningful parts. So such as sentences that uh, you know are broken into words or phrases, images into components, or documents into parts. And these are called tokens. So tokenization is important, especially with natural language processing. And we have a podcast on natural language processing that you should listen to. Uh, so it's important for NLP applications since learning from words, their order and context is especially important. You know, the order of words really matters and can change a sentence depending on the order of words. So additionally, machine learning algorithms need to work on numbers, not words or text. So we need a way to represent raw text as numbers for the algorithms to work. A token is often something that can be repeated across different input data, so that would be common or important words, important related image components, or parts of documents that might appear in multiple input data. So the text can be tokenized as a character, a word, sentence, line, paragraph, you know, or group of words. 
And we talked about how this really is important for NLP applications. So for NLP applications, you can use a dictionary of the language to assist with identifying meaningful tokens or outliers that aren't regularly used in the dictionary. So if you have, you know, proper names or maybe a new word that's just been created, it might not be in the dictionary. And then you're going to want to convert those words to numbers based on that dictionary entry. So if it's not in there, you can create it. But there are, uh, you know, out, things out there that you can use. And so popular tokenizers include, you know, there's a bunch of different ones. Some of them are fast text tokenizer, sentence piece, and it really just accounts for word frequency and uh, you know, others as well. So there are popular tokenizers out there that you can use. Uh, but be careful because you do need to, you know, pay attention, especially with what language you're, uh, you're, you know, using because different languages, especially Asian languages, don't separate words by spacing or they use characters, um, you know, maybe not in the same way. So just Take note of that if you are using languages that uh, may be either different than your own or, you know, don't use spaces um, as you expect them to be used. Yeah. And the reason why we bring this up, especially this idea of converting sort of text into numbers, is because we've been spending all this time about weights and biases. And if you haven't heard that podcast, you should listen to just understanding of what neural nets are and how they work. And yeah, fundamentally, they're these big mathematical statistical uh, you know, algorithms and approaches. And you know, we multiply weights, we add them to biases. And you're like, wait, how do we do that for words? Uh, <laughs> you can't multiply a word by 0.34. It doesn't work. So this is sort of one of those strategies that we use to basically make make neural nets work for things like words? And, and how do we account for their order? And, uh, and how do we account for the sequence and things like that? So related to this idea of tokenization is a separate idea called vectorization or word embedding, word embedding, two different ideas that are kind of related to each other. And the idea is that, especially if we think about uh, it's not just the word, but it has some meaning. It has some context. And so if you just put words into a natural language system, an artificial neural net, what exactly are you trying to ask it to learn? It's a little bit difficult. We need additional dimensions. And if you haven't heard the podcast, you don't know what a dimension is, you should listen to one of our earlier glossary entries on dimensions, which of course is some characteristic of the data that you can represent on a number line, like age, somewhere between zero and whatever, 200. You put a dot in that line, that's your age. And they can have another dimension that represents income. You put a dot in that line. And now I can, the more dimensions I make, the more I can make predictions. Well, I can have dimensions with words as well. And I can have dimensions in terms of how closely they're uh, related to other words, what context they're in, maybe a category for that word. And so this idea of vectorization, especially in the context of natural language processing systems, vectorization is the process and word vectorization is the process of mapping words or phrases to a vector, which is a line. It's a, it's a line that connects one point to another point across the different dimensions of how a word can be represented based on some similarity, semantics, and a relationship. So a vector is a line that connects two points in different dimensions, and it encodes the meaning of a word in such a way that words that are closer to each other in the vector space probably have similar meaning. Right, so if maybe you're maybe it's based on these words are used frequently together and they're used in the same context, so they probably have similar meaning. So, with machine learning approaches, we can learn how the words are related and have similar meaning, and 
we can use this idea of vectorization and vector space to help understand sort of the context of those things. So any of these features can include the, the dimensions we talk about can be the context, uh, when they're used in conjunction or near other words uh, or categories of words, um, the tense of the words, future tense, past tense, a relationship between concepts, like uh, if you have a country and a capital, those are related to each other. Those are part of the training data. And we can get that training data from the training data source. So for example, you might say, well, let's say I'm looking at documents such as invoices, and one of the parts of an invoice might be the quantity number. Well, it's not just the word quantity, it's quantity as it relates to the invoice. So you have the term invoice and quantity, and they're related, and you could see the frequency in which they're related and all that sort of stuff. Now, we mentioned these two ideas, tokenization and vectorization, is because it helps us wrangle our input data into a way that we can make our machine learning systems work and work faster. So better tokenizers, better vectorization approaches really help speed up the whole approach. And at the end of the day, it's not just about getting these machine learning systems to work, but to get them to work quickly and accurately. And we have all these additional tools and techniques at our disposal to do that. Exactly. So hopefully now at a high level, if you hear the word tokenization or vectorization, you understand what it is. But of course, understanding terms at a high level and knowing how to put them into practice are two different things. And we are big advocates of doing AI right, following best practices and methodologies to make you successful with your AI projects. So for our AI Today podcast listeners, we have come up with a free intro to CPMAI course. We are big advocates of CPMAI, the Cognitive Project Management for AI methodology. So we wanted to share that with you. If you're interested in taking the free intro to CPMAI course, you can go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI to sign up and take the course. And if you're interested in getting the certification, then go to cognolitica.com slash CPMAI. I know that many of our podcast listeners are CPMAI certified. We'd love to add you, if you're not already, to our growing list of CPMAI individuals, uh, CPMAI certified individuals across the globe. It's growing. We've had people from you know all regions uh, become CPMAI certified now, so we'd love to add you to that list. We'll link to it in the show notes. So you just have to click on the link, or you can type in the URL and get taken there that way. Either way, we would love to have you join. So with that, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter, and more, please visit our website at cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.